Surviving Lockdown. An essential business podcast from Mark Rise Voiceovers. Hello, thanks for listening. From a love of all things gin came the Little Gin Company, a mobile gin business from Stratford-upon-Avon created by friends Emma Bishop and Nicola Taverner in 2015. With a horse trailer gin bar, pop-up bar, mobile and virtual gin tasting experiences and their very own range of trailer-made gin, this gin-loving duo have been visiting many events and of course with the start of COVID-19, that had to stop. Hi Emma, hi Nicola. Hello. Hi. So firstly, on a personal level, are you managing to stay positive? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's ups and downs, um, but yeah, on the whole, we have ridden the wave okay haven't we yeah we um it was a bit um a bit bleak at the outset but we thought well we've got loads of gin so we weren't that depressed (laughs) (laughs) things can never be that bad when you've got a a good supply of gin um but yeah personally we've we've i think like everybody it's been a real kind of emotional roller coaster hasn't it i think the last few months um and uh, yeah, lack of childcare has been a real tough yeah, one for us, personally. A, yeah, that has been an issue. <laughs> I think a lot of people agree with that. So tell me about the Little Gin Company and how it ran before March this year. As you kindly introduced it, we um, we started the business because we absolutely love gin. So uh, Nicola and I went to school together quite a long time ago now, so that's how <laughs> we know each other, and started the business just over five and a half years ago. And we uh, bought a horse trailer, that's how it all started, and turned it into a mobile gym bar. And we've got a couple of trailers now and pop-up bar units. So when the world is a bit more normal, we um, have a really busy summer season of events that we take the horse trailers to. Um, We do all sorts of weddings, festivals, parties, um, and lots of corporate occasions year-round with a pop-up bar, do gin tastings face-to-face with people. Um, We also have the little rum company, so we we do gin or rum or a combination of both of a lot of events. But yeah, kind of different events every week, travelling all over the place, um, making lots of drinks. Mixing in large social environments. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds fantastic. So take us to the moment that lockdown happened, would you, when it was announced and events started cancelling on you? Yeah, it was it was it was bad. We had a really busy summer. We were we were gearing up for our best summer yet. And um yeah, just one by one they just started. We just the emails or the phone calls started trickling in that things were getting cancelled. And we were thinking it's okay, it'll just be April, May. And then now it's it's def- it's definitely up till the end of August and, and pro- probably even September. Um so at first we were thinking, well, this is all that we really, we do. The events is, is our whole business. What are we going to do? But we did, we spoke to a, a business coach, actually. Um, we just had a half an hour chat with him. And he was like, you've got, you've got to see this as an opportunity. Um, you're a small business. You're really agile. You've got your own brand of gin. So we had a, a full stock of gin. We've got a website set up so we can sell gin online. And he's like, you could, this, is, this is an opportunity for you to change and, and thrive just in a different way. Just add a stream to your business model, basically. Well, OK, let's talk about those changes. What have you had to change to combat lockdown? So obviously we can't do face-to-face, anything face-to-face or public events anymore. Um, so we, as a friendship group and as families, had started... Um, doing things virtually so meeting up on zoom we're very aware that um, lots of businesses were having to do virtual meetings in order to um, connect with teams or network 
Um, so we thought there was no reason why we couldn't offer our mobile gin tasting service but in a virtual setting. So that's been the core. Tell me how that works. Um, so we basically had a tasting kit of all of our gins. So we make four different gins um, and we put that together into a tasting kit package. So you get four double gins, each with a different paired mixer. Um, so people could book on for a virtual gin tasting experience so for example mark if you were like right i want to do one of these with my group of friends um you'd get in contact with us we'd find a date and a time that works for you so it's a completely like private session hosted at a time that works and we then send out one of those tasting kits to everybody that's taking part um, and then send an email with like the zoom link on for the day and the time that the session is going to be and then either nicola or myself host that session for you all so you all log in at the appropriate time open up your nice parcel of gins um, and yeah we do a little intro to gin kind of the history of it and then take people through each of the gins um, over roughly about an hour's session really what a clever idea i guess that means that your business can go international now and you can send kits out around the world and do it around the world <laughs> yes yeah, the it. world is now our oyster yeah. we were limited to two hours from from stratford upon avon before but now yeah, it has completely, joking aside though, we have completely been able to expand our offering to reach the whole of the country. So whereas before we did travel for a couple of hours in any direction, we did a lot of our corporate business in London, um, but we've had tastings with people dotted all over the place. We've done groups in Scotland, in Ireland, um, even a few people based in Europe. So yeah, it really has meant that we could reach a much wider audience than we were before. Surviving Lockdown. Remember, if you're a business owner and you'd like to be featured on Surviving Lockdown, just email voiceover at markrise.com. So, girls, what's been the worst thing about lockdown for you, do you think, business or personal? Packing, maybe? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we've just completely changed our whole business model yeah. because virtual tastings is not something we were doing before. We'd se- we sell a, th- a few bottles online, but it wasn't a core part of our business. So we've had to be packing all of these tasting kits that we've been sending out. Right. So that could be... 100 to 150 tasting kits a week at the moment and that's that's a full-time job in itself mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. i think getting to grips with kind of like nicola was saying we've had to really change our business model really so we've had to learn very quickly on the go like you know you start delivering something and you know it's a great problem to have being too mm-hmm. busy in a new way but yeah that's new challenges with kind of like stock control and making sure we've got enough of everything and not quite knowing um, where the demand's going to go with it. And I, I think probably, I imagine a lot of people have felt the same during this lockdown process. You're almost living in the moment all the time. You're taking like, you're like, okay, just another week, another week. We don't quite know how long this world's going to be like this for. So we're just kind of very much like head down delivering these tastings and um, yeah, packing endless kits. So we've, we've really, uh, really uh, maxed out on how much packing we can do in a short <laughs> space of time. Do you know what? I'm hearing a really positive approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think, and I think someone telling us that really early on was good. We need, it was something like brutal that we needed to hear and someone to just say, don't. As soon as you accept failure or go for a furlough option or something when you don't need to, like mentally you've just admitted defeat and your, your business will fail. Whereas if you just try and change and push on. And he did say to us, English people will stop paying for their children to have tuition before they stop drinking alcohol. And that's just, that's really stuck with me. So. Very true. That is very true, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk about the government's help packages, if we can. Have you needed or been able to take advantage of any of the financial packages on offer? 
Yes, so we have um, uh, applied for and received a bounce back loan. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, very much kind of a loan that will be repaid back. Uh, But we, again, that was kind of part of the discussion through working with our business coach as well. We were like, should we, shouldn't we? Because we've always had quite a... a cautious approach to, to borrowing money so we, we don't wouldn't have liked to have taken out a loan if it wasn't necessarily required sure. but actually um when you look into it and understand it there's probably never going to been as quick or a simpler process to get a loan of that size and it's you know free for a year so there's no penalties for repaying it early so we thought let's get it and we can put it aside and um we've seen it as kind of a pot to be able to kind of capitalise on any, any opportunities that come our way. So we've got the money there should we need to have the chance to get more stock or help us get into another opportunity. It's not really, we're not really seeing it as like an emergency fund mm. um, to keep us going. We're hoping that sure. it can be there to give us the give us the funds should we need to like capitalise on yeah. any new opportunities really. So what would be the one thing that you'd like most help with, either from the government or the community as we get back to some kind of new normal? Keep drinking. Yeah, keep on drinking, guys. <laughs> yeah, and, and the, the local community is great anyway at supporting local and, and shopping from local businesses. So continuing to do that, if you if you want to buy a bottle of gin um, as a gift or a tasting kit, then buy it from a, a small um, local company such as us. Um, book tastings. I mean, it's, it's mainly corporate ones that we're doing now. As friends and family are allowed to meet um, in public in the outside spaces, those have not been as popular as the corporate will continue for as long as people aren't going back into offices. So um, speaking to your teams about whether it's something that you guys would like to do, that would help us. Yeah, I think from like a bigger government perspective, um, we probably are just aware that it would be great to have really, really clear guidance continuing and going forward as it comes to introducing more larger scale events, because I think that's a whole, that whole industry really needs some like hope and some clarity and when things can start getting planned again because you know maybe you'd like to think people can scrape through this year but I think people really need to know that they're going to be able to put things on in whatever the restrictions are that they need to use but hopefully that people can start planning some events properly for next year. Well let's talk about the future at that point. Are you confident that the economy will pick up to the same level or more by oh I don't know end of 2020 this time next year what do you think? I guess it's all a little bit unknown. I think we'd like to think so. Um, And I do think that from just seeing like we were saying, you know, you're starting to see inquiries and real excitement coming through about people starting to look forward to planning events again. I think because people have been denied it for so long, there will be a real appetite for it going forward. So I think as long as things can be done in the right way and we don't see any uh, hopefully touch wood, no more like, you know, second spikes or anything, I think people will be really ready to start putting all their funds together so many weddings that haven't happened this year there's going to be so many more weddings those kind of things next year that we're really hopeful that you know by the end of the year there could be some kind of christmas type events and into next year there should be lots going on so yeah really hopeful that that will will be the case (laughs) what tip would you give to other businesses struggling at this time speak to a business coach (laughs) it's good to get external perspective i think but any way that you can change um, maximize like see it as an opportunity rather than a threat and that's easier said than done and not everyone can can do that but I definitely think there's something to be said to really understanding where you can maximize your revenue streams yeah. in this time and I think just don't be afraid to give things a try because mm. we didn't know that the virtual gin tasting format would work and if it hadn't I'd like to think that we would have tried 
some different routes and tweak things and we're already looking now at adding on some like more cocktail packages and different options to kind of expand the offering um, but yeah give things a try because actually you know a little idea could grow to something yeah. really big Nicola, Emma thank you so much for joining us enjoy the gin thank you yeah thank we you. will we certainly will <laughs> thanks for having us thank you you can contact Emma and Nicola through the website thelittlegincompany.com Surviving Lockdown Surviving Lockdown is produced and presented by Mark Rise, a multi-award-winning voiceover artist and TV presenter for more than 30 years. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast or are interested in voiceover for your business video, e-learning or telephone system, simply email voiceover at markrise.com. Surviving Lockdown <laughs>